Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Warning. This bonus chapter of Distance Nerding contains strong language which may be unsuitable for children and unusual humor which may be unsuitable for everyone else who may be human in any capacity. Listener discretion is advised. Distance Nerding. You are now listening to Distance Nerding. He's Young Phil. And he's Jamez5000. And, and we are here to nerd together. Wow, that was uh, that was way more professional than me and BJ do. Because that's, that's tough. We sound like shit compared to yours. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say that's way more like cheerleading than yeah. uh, it, 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 That definitely is, but... <laughs> But just listening to you guys, like it, we don't we don't have anything that we say together at yeah. all. Yeah, it's because you're not cheesy like we are. Yeah, I mean, it's very scripted and very yeah. like you know we practice a lot in the mirror. Yeah, like right now I'm just throwing a wrench into everything because yeah. I'm just listening to you guys do this. I'm like, wow, we do not sound like that at all. I wouldn't have it any other way. This exactly. is amazing that you're here on the show. <laughs> I know, <laughs> guys. Like usual, we're talking about anything: pop culture, movies, music, food, wrestling, whatever you're nerding out on. We want to talk about it now. Obviously. Obviously, we have a guest on the show today. A special guest. Special guest. Uh, normally, you know, we have our episodes and everything, but uh, what we did this week, we decided to do a kind of like dual episode with the Chew on this podcast, and we've got our man Vic in the building here. Thanks for having me. This is, again, part two, so hopefully you guys listen to the first part. Otherwise, if you start here, you're not going to know what the hell's going on. Yeah, you yeah. might actually think we're just talking about a different comic book altogether right. rather than the movie of Black Widow. Yeah, so guys, what you got to do is head over to Chew on this and check out the episode that they have posted on there that has us on there it's it was supposed to be a black widow review it just turned into just nerd rants well this is our first time so maybe yeah. the next time it won't be so bad but if bj <laughs> is here it might get pretty bad it'd too. be a 10 hour rant. but it was a it was a fun conversation yeah. you guys went deep cut comic book nerd yeah you know, i don't like, get to rant like that with him oh, i know okay. yeah you guys you guys went deep but that was cool shout out to uh bj for choosing to go to hawaii instead yeah. of so hanging we, out with us he so did it, he did this. it a good time though like he did it on the right movie like we're not reviewing i don't know like whatever stupid reality luca like we're not no <laughs> luca is the pixar thing that i was yeah. talking about before uh, we're not here like reviewing i don't know like a survivor or something you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. not something lame we're reviewing black widow yeah for the most part we're not we're not reviewing the challenge yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like anyways keeping up with the kardashians oh my god please no uh guys you got to follow us on instagram facebook twitter twitch youtube all at distance nerding we are at the same place except for twitch and youtube because that's way too much work for me <laughs> <laughs> Facebook is at Chew on This Podcast. And then the other two, Twitter and Instagram, is at Chew on This Pod because we got lazy. Yeah. Guys, you got to go check them out. Their show is ridiculously hilarious. Oh, and lots of cursing. Memes. Lots yeah. of cursing. Oh, yeah. Get, lots of cursing. All the memes are dope. Exactly. Just, guys, make sure that it's NSFW. So check yeah. it out without the kids and kids around. And do not have this on your work. Like, if you're lucky enough to work in an office where you get, like, you know, speakers to use, do not play our show on those speakers. <laughs> yeah, play our show instead. Exactly. Yeah. Oh! 
Alrighty then. So yeah. So and I just wanted to get your opinion on this because I'm realizing you're just as much of a comic guy as I am. Right. Right. What did you think ultimately of Taskmaster? I want to say I liked it, mm-hmm. but I kind of don't. For the story, okay. So it's really hard when you know the story, yeah. right? Like one of my ex-girlfriend's biggest problems with like Harry Potter and I think the Goblet of Fire mm-hmm. was that none of the house elves were in it. Was that right. the movie? Was that the book? Yeah, yeah. Okay. None of that stuff was in there. Right. And as a book, and I love the Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. um, but it's very rare that the movies did anything bad to the source material, right? It's called Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, not Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire and um, the house elves, right? Right. Because like the Half-Blood Prince was their first misstep for me. Mm. When they, I know why they did it because they wanted to put all the Dumbledore shit yeah. like later. Right. right. But they fucked up so much on the whole Half-Blood Prince thing. They didn't really concentrate it in. It's mentioned in the beginning. There's a montage in the middle and then Snape reveals the Half-Blood Prince after you forgot about it because Dumbledore just fucking died. Right. Right. right? Like it's just thrown in there. Right. So anyway, so the comic book version, I didn't like it as, as a comic book fan. I didn't like it. Who, uh, Tony Masters? No, no, no. I didn't like what they did to Taskmaster as oh. a comic book fan. Yeah, yeah, But as an MCU lover too, I understand and it made for good storytelling. Right. Because it was Natasha's past coming back to haunt her. Right, right. In a physical form. Right. But at the end, she does get that redemption because she frees her. Right, right. right. I mean, because I knew from the first trailer when they show Taskmaster, yeah. I was like, they're going to gender bender. They're going to gender bend. Oh, really? You, you already called it? I, I called from the beginning that they're going to gender bend Taskmaster. Like, how did you figure How did you figure? I it thought out? it was going to be, yeah, like, it, it was probably going to be Melina. Oh, okay. okay. I thought that it was going to be like, because again, from the from the first trailer, we don't have any story. We don't know anything. Yeah. Taskmaster is revealed as the villain and they're showing that um, Melina and Yelena are evolved and all that. Yeah. I was like, knowing Melina in the comics, I was like, they're probably going to find a way to make Melina the bad guy. Which and, would still make good storytelling. Yeah. Right. Uh, I figured they were going to make Melina the bad guy and she was going to get revealed at the end as being Taskmaster. Right, right. Right. That's where my head was going. So we're I already knew. I kind of knew. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I kind of already knew they were going to gender bend Taskmaster. Okay. Right? Um, what really ticked it off for me throughout the movie that I that, that I was confirmed was that the fact that you don't hear, like, if you know Tony Masters in the comics, right, right. he's a talker. Yeah, because he knows what he's going to fuck do. Exactly. Like, basically, he will tell you exactly what he's going to do be, or what you're going to do before you do it. Right. Because that's his powers. That he's, Basically just he knows that. Right. right. So, I mean, you know, he's a quip guy. So, it was like, the fact that Tony Masters is not talking. Oh. Right? I was like, they gender bend. They could have had a voice modulator, though. That, that's true. That. Because, but because they even teased the mask, right? Yeah, like, yeah. The voice thing. Yeah, but I mean, the fact that she doesn't talk the entire movie. She doesn't even talk when she's revealed as a female. That's true. Yeah, right? right? So, uh, you know, the whole thing was like, I was like, okay, well, it's not going to be Tony Masters because it was not going to make sense for it to be Tony Masters at this right, point. Right. Um, when they show her kill the dude and the daughter is is supposedly killed at that point, right. that's what tipped it off to me is like, that's pro- she's probably going to be the one that's going to be Taskmaster. It's a, nice a nice call. Yeah, because the whole thing was, is what, what also like kind of tipped it towards me more is how protective of that dude she was. Oh. Right, I, of her I, father. I, well, I was just, I was just picturing like, it was, it was like he controls everybody. Well, right. And I saw that, but I mean like, what better yeah, but person you to be your a personal bodyguard, right? right. right? Then for it to be your daughter. So then when when he starts talking, he starts talking about like, uh, oh yeah, my greatest experiment. I was like, it's his daughter. It's his daughter. Right, right. Presses the button, helmet comes off, it's his daughter. Right, right. right? So I called that from the beginning, right? right? Now, how I feel about that, I eventually want a Tony Masters because right. Tony Which Masters is such a good could character. Get. Right, and the way that they designed it is there's a program that they can build off of her, especially now that the Black Widows are out in, in the wild. Right, but her program's out there like the Super Soldier Serum. Right, the whole 
thing is the way I see it is they still haven't fully introduced AIM, no. right? Yeah. And now that Marvel has all those characters in their playbook, yeah. when they do eventually do AIM and start going towards MODOK and everything like that. Yeah, mutants and shit. Yeah. Exactly. Um, when they start doing AIM, they can, you know, call back to that character and say that we built off of her programming and we created a better version of the Taskmaster. Right. But and this guy say that, talks. Yeah, and, and do like a Taskmaster initiative or something they like could. that. They could. I mean, they could probably be in that uh, be teased or some way mm-hmm. um, for the Hawkeye show. Yeah. Right? Because they tease that. Exactly. You know, so that's the whole thing is like if we get Tony Masters, I'll be super happy because Tony Masters is such a great character. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, but were you able to separate it? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the comic book version is like, okay, this sucks. Yeah. Well, like for, for, for me, and it's always been like this in the MCU for me, is uh, when I look at different characters in Marvel, uh, I look at, okay, how close are they to the feeling of that character? Right, right. Right? Right. Because I know that they're going to change things because it has to make sense in that universe. I kind of treat the MCU as if it's a new comic book line. Yeah, like a new Ultimate line. Exactly. Right. And so Taskmaster, you know, okay, they gender bended her. She's not talking the way that Taskmaster normally would. Right. But she is hardcore predicting movements. Yeah. She is redoing every, like the uh, original, the first time you see Tony Masters, what freaked everybody out about him in the comics was because he could redo every move that the Avengers could do. Right, right. Right, and she was doing that. She was doing all of Captain America's moves. She Black was doing Panther, all of Black Panther's Hawkeye. moves. Exactly, you know, like, especially Hawkeye when she starts pulling out the bow. I don't think she did Iron Man, did she? Other than landing? Yeah, but I mean, there's not really much she can do with Iron Man because, yeah. I mean, she just, mm. it's Pulses. the strength and everything, right? right so, right. I mean, um, just the way that they treated the character and, and the, the, the intimidation factor of that character. Yeah. yeah. Because you look at the intimidation factor of Tony Masters in general. Yeah. That the intimidation factor of that character was all there. Yeah, she had gave, she gave like a Javier Bardem. Oh yeah. Uh from uh, um, No Country No for Country Old Man. Yeah, yeah, she gave she definitely gave that feel. Yeah. So like that's how I'm okay with that, right? Yeah. Like I'm okay if you're gonna change something, make it make sense. Yeah. yeah, and then the fight scenes were always a big thing for me because in the comics, in the video games, in uh anything animated, anytime Taskmaster either fought Captain America or Black Widow, the fights were always epic, yeah, right? Yeah. So then every time Black Widow fights him, it made sense for me. Yeah. The sword was also something that I wasn't expecting. It was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it was like it folded up and but went they inside can't, of his backpack. They, they can't do that without like four Iron Man movies. Oh, yeah. You know? like they you can't, need the nanotechnology. Right. Like yeah. you just can't show that shit. And like that's why I have a problem with like the DCU stuff. Just make it make sense. You want to make Superman fucking all brooding and shit? Okay, make it make sense. Why? Right. Right? Like there's, there's no... And then like... <laughs> so in the comic books, right? You're talking about like understanding the essence of the character, right. right? Superman is everything he is. He's Superman because of Jonathan Kent. Right. That's the core character. And I know that's why everybody hates Man of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> because that movie is such fucking bullshit to the core of Jonathan Kent. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they got it right in Smallville, right? Mm-hmm. But in this one, and they got it right in the original version. Like, he just learned how to be a good man right. from Jonathan Kent. And that's who Superman is. Well, yeah. Superman's biggest, no, I wouldn't say flaw, but like his big defining thing yeah. is that he is a god that is wrestling with human morality. Right. You know, so he wants to be a good man. He wants to be as human as possible, right. but he's he's also struggling with the fact that he's a god. Right. You know? Kind of like the same thing with, with Captain America, Steve Rogers. How he always introduced himself as Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers. Right. Everybody after him is like, I'm Captain America. Yeah. Don't right. you know who I am? I'm Captain America. Yeah, that was like, that was, he went full like Christian Bale. Exactly. Yeah. Dark Knight there. Yeah. Because yeah. he, I mean, yeah, Steve Rogers, it, it was like, he was a good man that happened to have these powers. Yeah. But he was, he always focused on the fact that he was Steve Rogers. Well, that's the MCU gets it right. Yeah. Right? yeah. If you're going to change the character in any way whatsoever, do it the right way. Yeah. Just be, make sure that the core of the character is there and that's right. one of the reasons 
why Hitman man steals so much because he basically says like fuck off don't save the kids on the bus mm-hmm. and then his mother reiterates that in batman v superman yeah i'm like what the fuck right. if you're and then superman says that line in, in batman v superman he's like superman was just a fairy tale of an old a dead farmer i'm like no he wasn't he mm-hmm. definitely was not there's nothing in the original man of steel that says you should be superman right if anything it was like go run and hide yeah <laughs> yeah right like because that's why you that's how you change clark kent and jonathan kent right because like in the in the donner version jonathan kent dies and he says that great line uh to martha at the funeral is like even with all his powers i couldn't save him right right, right? Yeah. says that great fucking line yeah because that felt very uh spider-man-ish well, right. it's, it's the humanity and the vulnerability yeah. right. of, of clark is that clark can't save everybody but he and, and will I, do anything to try right and it's like i understand i, I know where snyder was going with what he did right. it was not executed right no not at all uh because the whole thing was jonathan no right right clark could have saved him in, in, a, in a heartbeat yeah right and that's the whole thing is that you know it, it's, he could have run backwards around waited to the last second because that's how fucking fast he is yeah to get jonathan right before he gets in grenado and jump him out yeah i mean yeah. yeah there's there's so many better ways that that zach could have done that again i understand what zach was going for yeah. it just did not get executed correctly and i'm like you said i'm okay with that you want to mm-hmm. you want to put mary jane into the the spider-man infamous scene on the brooklyn bridge mm-hmm. in the first spider-man the raimi spider-man make me give a shit about that character because right. that's gwen stacy right it's supposed to be gwen stacy right yeah it's supposed to be gwen stacy that doesn't right. happen until she shows up in spider-man 3 which we all know why that movie sucked because sony's fucking idiots yeah that movie was terrible but i mean like like again of all the flaws that the amazing spider-man had you know like the, those that those but movies those two had, characters they did gwen stacy great yeah i loved and yes they were dating at the time but if those two characters if those two actors aren't in the those movies those movies are fucking terrible yeah good point yeah i mean that's where you get i actually actors. like see my whole thing is i always said toby mcguire was a good peter parker but he wasn't as good of a spider-man for no, me. Yeah, yeah yeah versus andrew garfield was a really good spider-man but he wasn't that good of a peter parker for me right, right right what i like about um tom holland tom holland is he's got a good balance on both right is that he's you have crappy movies yeah he's he's a really good peter parker right right he's really nerdy really brainy yep. like he you really believe that he built these gauntlets and everything like that right right um and then when he's spider-man like spider-man's quippy you always want spider-man to be quippy yep. Yep. what i love about his quippy is that he's a nerd trying not even trying to be funny he's just trying to be he's just nerdy right 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 but it works in the quip stuff right. because he's still peter parker he's still right. peter parker and well he, i have, and he I have a really problem well. with the mcu spider-man and really yeah i do mm-hmm. I, I love everything that you just said that being peter parker and being spider-man like he's he's it yeah he's got a good balance of both but the stories are terrible and here's why mm-hmm. because they've taken That's sony yeah well they've <laughs> taken peter parker right and i understand you didn't want to show uncle ben getting killed again fine right i understand that but don't renege on the fact that he is spider-man and still to this day spider-man because of uncle ben oh yeah in the comic books and this is the problem i have this is where it changes things for me because you took away a core of peter parker right this is the core of peter Parker. he is spider-man only because of uncle ben because of uncle ben that's the only reason yeah. you cannot that's like batman being batman without thomas and martha wayne being killed yeah, right that's right? not, not yeah. gonna fucking happen no kind of like what you were saying too about um clark kent and jonathan kent right mm-hmm. he's not spider-man here in that sense because everything that he loves or is fighting for is because it's of tony stark it's so fucking absurd that mcu tony stark and comic book tony stark would give the keys to the kingdom to a fucking high school kid you just met six months ago yeah not to mention that he died in the middle of those fucking six months yeah right so he's only known him for five and a half years and of those five years he was dead yeah and you gave him the keys to the kingdom because you see a little bit of of yourself in him are you fucking kidding me yeah Yeah, because the whole thing is like 
even in, in the comics, like you know, Tony does become his father figure later on, right? But it's still but Uncle it's Ben. Way later on, right. though, like like Tony and Peter have been friends for right. years at but this point. But it's a different relationship. It's right. more like mentor, right? Yeah. Right, than father figure, right? Because the, the, I, I get what what Sony was trying to do, and and Marvel can only work within the confines of what Sony will allow them to do with this character, right? And it's like they wanted to to kind of like you know bring on that relationship that's in the comics, but they did it too soon. Right. You yeah. know, like they, 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 you do need more time with Uncle Ben and right. not even, you don't have to see Uncle Ben, but with that, with no. him gripping with that relationship. Right. Because by the time we meet Peter in Civil War, Uncle Ben's been dead for a little while, but they don't really like go into... Three months. Yeah. Like, it's only three months. He, they, they don't really go into like the actual mourning of him, you know, the kind of right. like, you know, still being bereaved over Uncle yeah, Ben. Exactly. Because like, don't, you don't have to show me that Uncle Ben gets shot, right? Yeah. Just show me that Peter Parker gives a shit. Right. You know, like he stops giving a shit the second he says the line, if you have the ability, I'm paraphrasing, if you ha- if you can do the things like I can and people still get hurt, then, you know, you're a shitty person. And that's basically a walk around of the Uncle Ben saying, right? Yeah. But after that, it's, oh my God, I want to be Tony, Tony Stark. Stark yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the problem I have with the movies. And I, again, there's no way comic book Tony Stark or MCU Tony Stark gives it to a fucking kid. Yeah. I mean, he has missile defenses. He has everything in Avengers Tower at his disposal. And he takes him on summer fucking vacation because he's a fucking kid. <laughs> I'm, With I'm, a pair I'm also of thinking though, technically Tony does leave the king, uh, the, the keys to the uh, of the kingdom to With someone happy. he barely knows. Yeah. Uh, in the comics, who gives it to uh, to Riri Williams? Oh right, because technically he didn't know Riri that long. Yeah, <laughs> but I guarantee you, it's still longer than six months. That's probably true. Right, because I mean, like, anything re- over a year or anything over six months is still more believable. Yeah, why? Because it's not even if it's six months and twenty seven days. That's still 27 days you knew Peter Parker more yeah. than to justify giving him yeah. that Still, shit. again, uh, the only thing I'm, as of this point, with all the movies Marvel's doing right now, yeah. the only thing I'm still skeptical on right now is Ironheart because they announced they're doing Ironheart. Yeah, yeah. How do you do Ironheart with no Peter, or, uh, Tony Stark? Are you going to put Peter Parker in that position? Because basically that's what you've done. I know. Like, like how do you how do you get Riri Williams becoming Tony Stark's men- mentee with no Tony, Tony Stark. Stark? You get tired yeah. of Reed Richards. If they introduce Reed Richards before that though because they still haven't introduced Reed Richards yeah I know but I'm just saying like technically you could, you could that, do Reed Richards right. so the thing is they'd have to build that there was a relationship between Reed and, and Tony right the other thing that they would have to do is which that, that's not hard to do yeah, that's something that well, you could easily technically do technically you don't because you could still have the relationship because like the two smartest people in the in, on the good side anyway in the in the Marvel Universe is basically Tony Stark number two and I think Reed Richards number one right right or other than Reed Richards son I think is smarter than he is right um, I guess technically you could throw Hank Pym in there yeah but I think Reed Richards is on a whole new level especially his son yeah and then uh, and then of course um, what's uh, T'Challa's sister's name um, oh Shuri uh, Shuri Shuri's another character they don't really like they in the in the Marvel in, like officially in the comics they talk about she's one of the smartest people in the entire yeah. Marvel universe yeah and as of right now I know Kevin Feige said that she is the smartest person in the MCU they kind of yeah. already said that like because remember like they were trying to like you know because remember how complicated it was to build Ultron right yeah yeah, she uh, she already she put was, Banner in his place. Like, yeah, hardcore. she was like, "Why don't you do it this way?" And yeah, because like, we didn't think of it. And like, so those little things right there. But she yeah. grew up with vibranium. That's fucking cheat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That's fucking cheating right there. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, it, it's kind of hard to throw. Like, you know, who, who's smarter, Shuri or Tony? Because yes, Shuri knew about like that kind of stuff, she's but Tony like, figured out time travel. <laughs> I feel like Shuri would have figured it out sooner if she's smarter. Mm, yeah, or you know she I mean? decided she should figure out. Or time she travel. probably would have already gotten there. Yeah, like saying that the second she found out. How I 
Ant-Man was, right? Yeah. Like, right. I feel like that. But they but they tease that, though, right? So, like, I think that you can do a review with, with Reed Richards because they're both brilliant, right? right? And then she somehow ends up with Tony's tech. Well, that's what, that's what I was going to say. It's the hard part of the story is exactly what you were saying. There's no Tony. There's no Tony. And it's really about, you know, handing over. It's the succession of, of things. Right. Well, isn't, isn't War Machine getting his own series, too? Uh, they're actually doing a uh, Iron uh, Armor Wars. Right, but so, it's, you know, War Machine will be in there, right? Yeah, yeah. I Which, mean, again, I hope they fix Iron Patriot because they fucked up Iron Patriot pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and now that they the have Norman Osborn. Yeah, well, it did. Yeah. But, I mean, now, I mean, you can do an actual Iron Patriot now because you can bring Norman Osborn in now. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, Omar, so. The MCU got a whole shit ton of new toys to play with. Oh, yeah. Um, All right, so Black... We gotta go back. We gotta to go back. <laughs> you fuck. guys, you guys are going deep. Yeah, yeah. We're nerds, man. What, what did you... Spe- so I'll, I'll bring it back. Taskmaster. Yeah. What we were talking about before we got on another tangent. Right. What did you think about the armor, the, um, the look, the tech? It felt very Iron Man-esque, right? It So it was very different from what Taskmaster actually wears. I I, I grew... That mask grew on me because... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, originally when I first saw it, you know, everybody was like, oh, it's so badass. It's like, it doesn't look like Taskmaster. He wears a skull for a face. See, that's where Marvel's gotten so good with me mm-hmm. that I will just give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like, I'll just be like, oh, you want to do Taskmaster, but you're going to do a full helmet? Fine, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, like, you know, I, I, I wanted... it, Marvel. Thank yeah, exactly. Until what I wanted more... What I wanted more of a contractor's mask, right? So something that actually looked like a skull. Like, uh, you know, like kind of like, think of um, live action... Uh, um, well, they've only done them in, like, fan films, but, like, live action uh, uh, black mask. Okay. Right? Okay. Like, I right, would right. want something that's more like like a, a black mask style where it looks like a skull over the head. They did that with uh, Birds of Prey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They wore it very briefly. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I would have wanted something more like that, but the, the way that they did the mask was, was cool. Yeah. It, it actually, again, if you know the character, it definitely is something that Taskmaster would wear. Yeah. Yeah. But his ability is, he's a mutant though, right? Yeah. Right? But That's I mean, his like, ability. It's more like, you know, the heads up display and all the different no, things like that. No, I know like that part would yeah. be cool, but like, like tactically, but that would be something that he would definitely rock. They basically scienced it away. Yeah. Like that ability. Um, And then I wasn't, and this is like with the majority of the, the changes that they do with their characters in the MCU, I was, I, I didn't have a problem with him not having his cape. <laughs> <laughs> his defining characters, characteristics is the cape, the, the skull helmet, and then the shield and the sword. Right. Right. Which they did two out of the four. Yeah. So, I mean, like he had the shield, which it was kind of weird looking, but it was the shield. Yeah. He had the sword and the sword was super badass. Right. Uh, the helmet, again, it grew on me. I didn't like it mm-hmm. at first, but it was actually pretty good. Uh, and then not having the cape, because um, I mean, they could have done like a shawl, like the way that the, like the Mandalorian has, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Just like over his shoulder or something. Right. But I mean, it, it looks good because the armor looks functional. So I mean, like it. Looks I think good that's to me. it. It's functional. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like, how the they approach things. I mean, yeah. would make no difference. Like how, right. Look, look how cool Captain America's outfit was. Other than yeah. you know, possibly the first Avengers movie. But even then, I accepted it. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it's just armor with paint over it, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he actually wears like body armor. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. What did you think of? I'm just thinking about outfits now. The <laughs> transition with uh, uh, Yelena in her vest. Oh, that was funny. The vest was funny. And that's what I wanted to get to is that the comedy in this movie. Oh yeah, it's great. Was super good. Just yeah. the banner between between the two sisters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then their relationship with Red Guardian and just everything Red Guardian did was funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whenever they they became the family. Yeah. And it became that dynamic. Yeah. yeah. I wanted it was more super of that. good. I wanted I, yeah. Exactly. That. I wanted more. But you know what? Like getting introduced to that and then seeing how Yelena was like, no, this was real. This yeah. was real for no, me. No, and that 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 hit for me because yes. it was like, you know, she she was like, it, yeah, I guess it wasn't real and we 
we this was only three years of our lives, but those were three critical years of my life, and right. you guys were my family. Yeah, and she was three. She was three when they started, when and they she started. was six when they uh, when they went back to, when they defected back to Russia. Exactly. You know, so for, like Red Guardian does he does a lot of good in this. Like I, yeah. I loved him in this, mm-hmm. uh, but for me, like the scene stealer for me, the whole movie uh, was Yelena. Was, yeah, was Florence Pugh. Like she did everything perfectly. Yeah, which I love that we're going to be getting more of her because they they set that up perfectly. Yeah, I, I I thought anytime she was on screen, I thought she stole yeah. the scene. Just her mannerisms, her comedic timing. <laughs> You're a poser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just loved everything about her. The memes right now on everything is the right. Yelena posing thing. Oh, right. You know, so like she does the pose by accident. She's like, so yeah. gross. <laughs> <laughs> Even in that helicopter when they were breaking out the Red Guardian, yeah. he's like, oh, she's like, I was going to talk about my fallopian tubes. Huh? Oh, I love you know, the that little talk. throwaways yeah. lines were great. Okay, so there were certain things in this movie that I was surprised they put in there. There was a lot more cussing than normal. Right. Right. Um, well, they don't ever say fuck, so they can get away with X amount of There's shits. a lot of ass. There's a lot of shit. Um, and there's a couple bitch. Well, it's PG-13, so. Yeah. Um, but more than normal, because normally they have, like, maybe one or two the entire movie. Right. There's a lot more in this, yeah, and I kind of noticed that, right? Just because I always try to pick up on how is Disney trying to push and see, like, and get can we you get ready. a little bit more, right? Closer to Deadpool. Oh, my God. The, the world is not ready for Disney Deadpool. Uh, I don't know. I've been saying the best thing that they can do with Deadpool, and I don't want to go too far because we get on too many tangents here, but uh, the best thing they can do with Deadpool is rein back and do jokes where Wade is self-aware and say, so we're owned by Disney now, and I can't say this anymore. Yeah. Oh, and he just bleeps out the entire conversation. Yeah, but I mean, like, still make it rated R, but the thing is, is that he can make self-aware jokes like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and ways to Wade do it. Wade is the only one who can get away with that. But here's the problem is, like, or here's not the problem. Here's here's the good news, because they had said that they're going to go with a rated, rated R. R. Yeah, yeah. Because he said he doesn't want to change it. No, and I, I, why would they? Yeah. Why would they? And that's the good thing. Yeah. Because, like, we're not left with X-Men The Last Stand. Yeah, it's funny because you know he I mean? said it in an interview. He was saying, like, of all the X-Men properties we got from Fox, Deadpool's the only one that got it right. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not exactly. even an X-Men movie. Yeah, exactly. You like, know? like they showed in their last two majorly, really fucking well-done movies, yeah, yeah. was Deadpool was the first one, mm-hmm. and then Logan was the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where yeah. you got to, like, the ongoing joke on our show is you, Jackman, has been saying you're going to get the Wolverine that you've always wanted mm-hmm. in every fucking movie he's ever been. <laughs> yeah. Ever been. Go back and look at the interviews. Every single movie. This is the Wolverine you're going to get. And then we got him in Death in, of Wolverine. Including <laughs> in <laughs> The Greatest Showman. Old he Man said, Logan. this is the Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, right. uh, old Man Logan, man. They, yeah, they, they, they got, got Old Man Logan. Finally, man. Ro- yeah. like, I mean, I loved Hugh Jackman. Don't get me wrong. But I, I always... Which was, I don't know if you saw the news, but there's a rumor right now saying that he may be coming back into the MCU. The multiverse allows for that. Yeah. Um, but like my... The only thing I ever had a qualm about was like, dude, this guy's got fucking razor blades. Sharper than anything on the face of the earth right now because you haven't introduced Adamant... Uh, uh, fuck, it. It's a metal Honda. Adamantium? No, no. Oh, uh, Vibranium. Yeah. Vibranium hasn't been introduced in the X-Men universe, right? Got it, yeah. So like, this is the sharpest thing on the face of the fucking mm-hmm. earth and mm-hmm. I see no blood. This is bullshit. Yeah. Right? That's the only problem I really had other than like, you know, X-Men Origins being a shit movie. But like, you finally They're get to see movies. what happens. Like the, well, yeah, that's true. Um, you finally get to see what happens when a guy with fucking razor blades coming out of his hand. Yeah. What kind of damage that person could oh, do. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you see yeah. it like in the opening scene. You're like, oh shit, this is fucking a Wolverine movie. Yeah. You know, but it took like him doing all that press chunking for like a, over a decade to say, <laughs> you're going to get the Wolverine. Like the, the other closest to Wolverine we ever got was a cameo in uh, X-Men uh, um, First Class. Oh, 
yeah. When he says "fuck off," yeah, that's the closest we've gotten to like core Wolverine. Again, yeah, and, and, and we're tangenting like hell, but I yeah. have to say this: one of the biggest things I loved about Logan yeah. was they got into his PTSD. Right. They got into his alcoholism. Yeah. Those were two things they couldn't do in those movies because they were like PG thirteen. We can't talk about this, right? Right. And that was were two things that bothered me about Wolverine as a character is that he drowns himself in alcohol because he doesn't want to remember anything about himself. Well, that was what I was worried about too because yeah. an old man looked like again. Last thing, swear to God, last yeah. thing. <laughs> in the comic book, this is this is like MCU telling the story now because that's how right they got it in Logan. Yeah, and like comic book Logan, he's old man Logan because he fucking murdered everybody yeah. in in the X Mansion. He killed. Fuck, it's a fucking fantastic story. If you ever yeah. read it, oh, I have it in the front room. No, I'm talking to the people out there. If oh, you yeah. haven't read it, you have to. Read, it's one of the best stories. Yeah, and spoilers, just still go read it anyway. He kills fucking everybody in the X Mansion. Yeah, Wolverine is a villain. Like the, the whole thing is like a lot of people don't realize that yes he's toted as a good guy yeah. but if you look at his actions if you yeah, look at what he's he anti-hero kind of like Deadpool yeah but like if you look at the things that he does and he and he's aware of it yeah yeah that if he wasn't an <clears throat> X-Men that he would be a villain right because Deadpool is just fucking crazy and that's how yeah. you get away with his shit yeah yeah well X, Deadpool is because he has cancer and it's his cancer is healing itself and growing at the same rate yeah, yeah. so the explanation as to why he can break the fourth wall is because it's uh pressing against his pineal lobe and he can actually like see past the things that are in front of him. That I did not know. Yeah, Deadpool. Like, it, it, it all has to do with uh, with his healing factor and his cancer. All right. All right. So back to Black Widow. Where are we in Black Widow? I think they just got to Cuba. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So we talked about Florence Pugh. We talked about um the fight scene in Budapest. The fight scene in Budapest and all the things like that. But I mean, like, yeah. I, overall, again, just the, the storytelling was was really well done. Uh, the the movie itself was very self contained. Yeah. Right. Um. Getting into that post credit scene. Uh. Yeah. Right. Um, well, you are jumping way ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I guess that's a cool. Did you squeal like I squealed when... Uh, Valentina? When, yeah, when, when Madam Hydra showed up on screen. Yeah. I thought, here's what I thought. I was like, oh my God, they're going to go fucking cheesy because I'm going to hear that whistle in Black Widow's Alive. Yeah. Right? Like, remember uh, she whistled on the gravestone? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to do it. And yeah. it didn't happen. And it's Madam Hydra yeah. just being an asshole like the yeah. way she is. You know what's funny about that too is, so she's shown up twice, right? Yeah. And both times, like I have a meme about this and I guess not a lot of people watch Seinfeld because she, <laughs> they yada yada over the, the, the court scene of how he came. Hey, it's okay that you killed somebody in cold blood. Here's a yeah. better job. Yeah. Right. Like, how the right. fuck does that happen? Right. They yada right. yada over that. Right. Right. In this movie, point, yeah. they yada yada over how she got away from Ross. Yeah. Because it said two weeks later. Right. right. So like, and I read up on it. I'm like, wait a minute. Because that was my second biggest gripe. Yeah. What the fuck happened? How did she get out of there? Because I was like, oh shit, is Captain America going to come out and save her? Because Captain America's on the run. Right. Those two right. were on the run. I was like, the, oh, shit. They're the only two. Everybody else is in prison on right. the raft. Because yeah. at the end of Civil War, because this takes place in that montage in Civil War. Right. Yeah. Right. This whole movie takes that place and you end with Captain America showing up at that prison. Right. So I thought that's where she's going to go out or Captain America's going to come in and Captain America was the one flying the plane already right. mm -hmm. at the end. Mm -hmm. Like I thought that was how they were going to do it. But what I read was the director purposely didn't do that because they were like, well, we didn't want to bombard you with like another action scene that could have took another like 10, 15 minutes to explain away. Right. And they, personally, they, they purposely cut it there so that you would try and figure it out on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Or just 
just imagine it better. I'm like, hey, I guess you're that's like, I I'm... just see a plot hole. Yeah, I was like, two weeks later, what the fuck is going on? She yeah. could have easily got on the on the plane or whatever with all the other black widows and be like, okay, she just flew, she just jumped out of a fucking plane and she somehow. I think it's Captain America. If I had to make shit up in my mind, Captain America saves her. Yeah, that's yeah. my thinking. But then it would be really stupid because then like that would mean he was paying attention to the entire flight just on the outside chance she was surrounded by Ross right. and not intervening. So that would be a big plot hole too. I don't know. Either way, I didn't like the two weeks. That was my other gripe. I had two of them. I'm waiting for Madame Hydra to put the Thunderbolts together and just to show that Ross is actually the one who's tasking her out to do stuff. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Because you know, then, then we get Thunderbolts and that'd be like amazing. Then we'd get Red Hulk. Oh my God. That's what I've been waiting for that since like the Hulk. Right, right, is right. It's for him to become the Red Hulk. Yeah. Hey, we're yeah. getting a, a She-Hulk show. So maybe they're going to... Well, they're supposed to be cousins in the comic books, right? Yeah. No, yeah. And then they, they confirm that, that she's Banner's cousin. And Banner's going to be in it. Yeah. Well, it's she's going to... Here's how good... Again, the MCU. Up, whatever. Yeah. They said that she's going to be getting her powers... Like, it's going to be the blood transfusion. Yeah. So he's going to get... Banner's going to give Jessica Walters a, uh, uh, a blood transfusion. Yeah. And she, that's how she becomes uh, She-Hulk. And Ruffalo's in... Yeah, Ruffalo already confirmed. He's like, he's filmed his scenes already. Yeah. I mean, it, again, it's the MCU, so... <laughs> we'll I love that they're doing the comic book origin of it. Yeah, I know. Because, again, you don't even have to say what you're doing. Yeah. Just right. be like, tell me Marvel's doing it. Kevin Feige's in charge. All right, we're good. Like, yeah. that's the same thing with, like, Filoni. Like, who's doing it? Who's doing Star Wars? Like, you could tell me you're doing Star Wars on, like, fucking janitors that clean, you know, space toilets. If it's made by if, Dave Filoni, I'm, I'm all watching, about it. I'm watching yeah. it. Yeah. It's the same thing like Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan could make a movie about a fucking Coke can. I'd yeah. be like, fuck, I'm there. Yeah. And then I'm going to see that shit on IMAX. Yeah. And, like, Coke can's going to go back in time. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, speaking of, like, the Hulk, right? Yeah. Abomination in Shang-Chi. Uh, what fighting, is happening? And he's fighting Wong. Yeah. I'm, I'm somebody, so ready for this. Somebody explain this to me. I don't know. No? I was, here, I'm a little nervous because I was like, that's a fight tournament. Please tell me you didn't lift the fucking Mortal Kombat um, thing. You know, like, I was okay with the Mortal Kombat thing. I was I was okay with, like, the Game of Thrones slash, uh, no, not Game of Thrones, um, Enter the Dragon uh, type of plotline where they're both, like, fighting. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's fucking lazy writing, but whatever. And then I saw the Abomination. I'm like, oh, so Mortal Kombat. Like, what's going on here? Because, like, up until that point, you only saw hand-to-hand fighting, not magic, not... Right, right. And then the second trailer shows Abomination. You're like, I bet you guys, I bet you guys, I bet money that that's the post-credit scene. Because <laughs> I forgot what movie they did that with, but they put the post-credit scene in the trailer. Yeah. Right? I bet money that that's the post-credit scene, and it's leading into why this ties into, like, the multiverse of madness. Well, here's the thing with Marvel. Like, they will purposely, they actually make so much fucking money. They purposely shoot shit to fool us. Oh, yeah. Like, that whole sequence where the entire Avengers uh, are in Wakanda running through the forest, that never fucking happened. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you're that right. Never you're right. Fuck- and, 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 and they even released an image of Hulk busting out of the Hulkbuster. Yeah. yeah. That like, actually, no, so that concert. actually was supposed to be in the movie, but they... Um, they changed it. They changed it because they started realizing that um, it, it's a better... There was different versions and different endings of it, and right. they wanted to go with the ending where the Hulk didn't want to like cooperate. Yeah, but they, that was bad storytelling on their part because right. their reasoning for that was that they wanted... Hulk was not scared. Hulk was being tired of being used by Banner. Right. That was their explanation. But in the movie, it looked like Hulk was scared. You yeah. can't explain to me a way in that, in what you've shown me. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. And there was another way for them to get to Smart Hulk, yeah. which I'm kind of, I think they kind of shit that with Smart Hulk. Because yeah. this version, other than the first Avengers and Ragnarok, you don't really see the Hulk doing much. Oh, right? You, you just gave imagine, me an idea. Um, could you imagine like Hulk going ape shit against the fucking uh, Thanos' army? Like, no, full you know what I want to see? Off? You know what I want to see 
and I mean, we still have one more episode of Loki, so it might happen. But I mean, like, what I want to see is somehow the time travel stuff, especially with what we're going we're doing right now and the fact that we have Kang the Conqueror. But we see Maestro. Okay. Right? And you see that, like, smart Hulk gone crazy. You know, the child eater Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that version of the Hulk. Uh, that just, just encountering him for, like, a minute. That would be crazy. And just be like, oh, we need to go back in time. Yeah, yeah. That would be, that would be insane. Like, Save that for another movie. Because, yeah. like, even in the Ang Lee version of Hulk, his powers changed as he got more mad, yeah. right? In the MCU Hulk, you, they, they did that great redemption thing with the Hulk saying, like, well, that's my secret. You know, I'm always angry. It's like, oh, that's fucking amazing. Joss gets it, right? Yeah. But they never touched on the fact that the Hulk is infinitely more powerful than any, stronger than any Marvel character because his abilities are only limited to how angry he can get. Yeah. Right? Eventually, and, and that's the problem with, like, Universal's rights over everything because they can't do a full right, exactly. Hulk movie. But, like, I want a World Breaker Hulk. I want to see World right. Breaker Hulk where he gets so angry that every time he steps, the the the, the world cracks. Yeah, like, there's a, there's a there's a part where it's not World Hulk, but, like, it's there's a part in the comic book, I forget which story, where he's literally holding up half the Earth. Yeah. Like, he's holding up Earth, yeah. basically. Like, that's how Crazy. powerful he is, and they don't even come close to that oh, yeah. in the MCU. Like, they that, have not gotten to... So, like, they could have done that. Power, yeah. They could have done that with him being beaten up by Thanos. Oh, yeah. That he took Thanos for granted, right? But then when they meet again, Thanos has, like, four out of the five stones or four out of the six stones, right? Mm -hmm. So then Thanos ends up being more powerful, but Hulk ends up being more angry, yeah. right? So right. he is able oh, to stand toe-to-toe, yeah. -to -toe, but he eventually gets knocked out or doesn't really lose because you can't kill the Hulk, really. Right. But he does lose the fight because he has, at that point, he has five out of the six Infinity Stones, right? Because he gets soul stolen from Vision, and that's when Thor kills him because, I mean, he specifically went there to get a, th a Thanos killer, right? Yeah. So it would make sense. It could still end the same way, but I still wanted to see pissed off Hulk yeah. at his strongest in the MCU fighting Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Right, yeah. right. Completely full. Even Hulk if it shows him, like, turning the tides against the Thanos army, but then Thanos right. turns it back. Right, you know? exactly. Because, like, in the comic books, Hulk gets his ass kicked by Thanos because he's got the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Right, right. Anyway, Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we still in Cuba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens after Cuba? Uh, I don't remember now. Something about Cuba? That's like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Oh, is it? Fuck. Yeah. No, Cuba is where they decide that she's going to go to the Red Room, remember? And then oh, he talks to her. right, right. Yeah. Did you get enough of the Red Room? I, I felt like it was enough because the whole thing was in, in the comics, it's like a ballet studio and all this right. other stuff. So I thought it was kind of cool that I they made it like I would have rather done that. And really? Yeah, because they held it in the fucking sky where S.H.I.E.L.D. and like Hydra like rule with yeah. all their fucking satellites. You mean to tell me? That they didn't, never saw that. That, yeah. that thing was yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah, it was. That thing was basically the size of the, like fucking the size of Sokovia. <laughs> oh right. my God, yeah. And you know what? You're right. It was like that, that whole fucking huge. Yeah. How do you miss something that big in space? Right. You can't tell me what with all their technology couldn't fucking figure that out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So or like I shield, been, shield with their helicarries. Like, hey, do you see the I other okay spaceship? That. I would have I would have rather had the ballet thing. That's ballet why studio. they kept under wraps and it would explain why other than Natasha not revealing it because if you have Natasha not revealing it, shield could still see you in my opinion. Yeah. That shield could still see you and that Hydra could still see you, right? Mm -hmm. And Tony Stark could probably fucking see you with his shit. Yeah. Right? The mind control thing
thing was actually pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah. I just didn't like the location. Yeah, yeah. Because it would have made sense that like Captain America never got wind of this because it was so underground, not yeah, yeah, just yeah. flying not, in space. Right, right, right. I mean that's I mean that that's so on brand for for like a Marvel thing. Right. For it to be underground. Right, right. You know, right. like if they would have done it underground, like not Marvel as an MCU, but just like in the comics, there's always like a secret underground layer. Right. But right. It still would have been a lot better <laughs> than like like a giant flying fortress. Yeah. No, that's so what I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I'm saying it would have been better if they would have went underground. Yeah. And, and then like the entrance and is like a ballet it. studio. Right. The only thing is, is I get why they did went the route route they did is because it can move and that's why people can't yes. find it. But I mean like how fast is that fucking thing possibly? Yeah. How could I it mean, coming down took forever. So yeah, it's just I mean like, Jesus Christ, like Iron Man could have fucking caught up to it. Like, oh, oh yeah. you're gonna right. move? I'll just wait here. Yeah. I mean if Iron Man can take down a helicarrier, I'm pretty sure you could have took that thing down. Exactly. Yeah. I mean hell I mean he fucking had enough, you know, beams in his chest to help destroy Sokovia. Uh, especially when he had the uh, the infer- uh, the infernal armor. Right. Right. Exactly. From, from Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> I still want to see Natasha's time in the red room. Like how did she get out? How did how did she figure all that out? It's kind of told throughout the whole MCU, like bits and pieces with conversations with Clint. Yeah. Mm. And other people talking him talking about Clint. Like kind of see you hear more of it, I think, in Endgame when yeah. he's talking about Clint to when she's talking about Clint to um the Rhodey. Right. So it's kind of told in bits and pieces throughout. And I, I because they, you know, kept dropping hints here and there about what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm kind of okay with not seeing her true. Because I don't think we get a her same, true origin story kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, because I don't think we get that entertaining of a movie. Yeah. They, they did it I right. I think it's with too montage. short. If anything, you can do it in a one shot if they ever brought one shots back. But I mean, even then, right. I kind of wouldn't want it. Yeah, because they did a perfect job with that montage. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's why The Incredible Hulk isn't a shitty film. It's, it's an okay film, but they did that whole montage and they didn't have to retell. I thought they were going to lead more with Natasha's like, yeah, I, I killed, what's his name, Drakov or something like that. Right. Like, yeah, I killed him. I blew him up. And and Yelena's like, you didn't find a body? She's like, uh, no, there wasn't a body. Yeah, but when you I see thought they that, were it was leading, a kind of a stupid question. Yeah, I thought they were leading that somewhere. Like, like she was doubting herself with right. her own memories. Like, wait a second. Yeah, there, I didn't find a body. You know, I well, didn't. She kind of she kind of does in it, but I think it's because, like, because it's basically a one-off movie. Yeah. They yeah. had to find a way. And they do it They do it pretty well with, like, telling the story without telling the story. It's right. basically, like, really good filmmaking, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, like, you need everything. All you need to know about Han Solo when you first meet him is that he fucking kills Greedo. He kills him first. Kills him first. Right. Shoots him first. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's core to Han Solo's. And that's who he is. Right. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. Han shot first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't care what it, you know, yeah. I don't, you know what? It is George Lucas' shit. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with it, but I still think he shot first because it's core to his character. Right, um, right. So. I, I have so much to say on that, but I don't yeah, want to well, let's just stay tangent Black again. Widow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. so, For once, we'll stay on Black Widow. Yeah, that's we'll what try. I'm saying. I'm not going to, so. Yeah. So where we are in the movie now? Uh, let me think. Did we, I mean, you kind of jumped ahead to the. We talked about the interactions with them. Because, um, I mean, you know, the whole thing is 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 really, I, I'm just trying to more talk about, like, you the know. The movie in general. The movie in general. Just kind of like how we right. felt about it and things like that, so. Yeah, I mean, we can we can probably move to the review. I mean, sorry, to the, to the uh, we always rating. do a, yeah. the ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we can go into the section that you guys want. And that'll be the, you know, that'll be a good point yeah. to start. So, for us, we usually do. Um, we kind of hit a lot of, like, the little stuff, too. So. Yeah, yeah, between a lot of fucking rants. But um, <laughs> the first rating we always give is uh, diversity rating. So to anybody who is listening to us for the first time, there's three ratings. There's um, Casper for being white as shit. There's Jan Brady because she's the middle child. So it's kind of like average <laughs> inclusion and diversity. And then it's Plethora. And we got that from Three Amigos. Okay. Plethora of pinatas, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's our three funny. ratings. Okay. So for me, the diversity rating in Black Widow, and it also includes, uh, it's also inclusion too. So it doesn't have to just be different colors of people. Um, I would say it's pretty Jan Brady in my opinion. Women 
do rule the film, which is good. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense why it does. Yep. Um, because it's a Black Widow movie, and her entire origin is the Red Room, right? Right. So for me, it's like a Jan Brady. I, I, I agree with that. I would say it's a Jan Brady, but like not just because of those reasons, yeah. but also because what I did like about what they did with the Black Widow program in general yeah. was that it wasn't just Russian chicks like oh, it right. was yeah. in, in the comics. It, it was wasn't just, like just lost thing. girls. It was yeah. lost women from around the world. So you yeah. had women of like every race. Yeah. Right. It, it really became a bigger story yeah. about human trafficking. Oh, yeah. It definitely oh, was yeah. a very big human trafficking story. And and so that's why I kind of go more with the Jan Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's not like the most diverse film in existence. It's no, still it a very sense. white film. But I'm, I mean, I'm okay with films being white. Right. You know, but I mean, like, like yeah. It's, that it's makes like, sense to being white. Right. Right. It wasn't like a we are going to force diversity into this. Like the way that they wrote it made sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, completely. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't I don't like I don't like the forced diversity either. But like mm-hmm. as long as it makes sense to me and it's not yeah. quarter the person, I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. It made sense that to, 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 again, you have a lot of women and this is a story that you want to have a lot of women in. Right. Um, but then also that you have this human trafficking story that just kind of, you know, you make these elite assassins out of right. just women that they and find. Here's all what I the hope world. from that, too, is that they open this so much. Oh, yeah. The Blackwood world that whatever they do with Yelena in the Hawkeye, because I eventually I'm hoping she turns good, right? Yeah. Um, probably after the Dun- Thunderbolts or, you know, who cares? Who knows how long it'll take for them to get there? But I want her to be good. Yeah. And I want her movies to be surrounded about basically like trying to help all these women. Or you yeah. can just do it as a TV yeah. show because I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. You know, because well, she is so good. I want her in more stuff. I think they're going to, she's going to take over the more grounded MCU. Like how we used to have like uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Spies, Espionage. So I mean, she's basically taking over Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, like Yelena Belova in the comics was like a Hydra agent. So I think, I, I, I like that even though Hydra's technically dissolved at this point, right. with Madam Hydra in the reins, right. you have her working under her. Yeah. It's such a great tie-in to that character from the comics. Yeah, I mean, like I yeah. said, like Kevin Feige knows what he, he's, he's a he's a producer that just happens to love comics. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what everybody needs. You know, as long as like, that's why I loved Hellboy, oh, the first two. Not the, not, not the David Harbour one. They were perfect. They are so underrated. Avatars of, of, uh, of anything Mike Mignola ever wrote. Ever wrote. Yeah. They're, yeah. The only thing they don't do is curse as much. Oh, yeah. Right? But I'm okay with that because the movies are <laughs> yeah. so fucking well done. Yeah. And then when David Harbour's version was announced, I was like, oh, shit, they're going right to the comics, rated R. And this is where you find out, like, just because Deadpool's popular with rated R doesn't mean yeah. you automatically get a good movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to make him cuss like crazy, but he but doesn't have else. the core tenets of the character. But nothing else matters. Yeah. Just yeah. Gonna like, you don't have the lot. relationship with his father. You don't have, like, all nothing, this stuff. Nothing. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, yeah. But anyway. Going back, I would say Jan Brady as well. What I like about, like, what we were talking about with, you know, it's a woman's first movie or a woman first movie. No, it's not. Well, it's not their first movie. You mean it's a woman. No, they're saying movie. women yeah. first. Like, yeah. like the, the women are the That's focus. why I was okay yeah. with the whole uh, gender bending taskmaster sort of mm-hmm. thing. Because it made more sense, you know, women fighting yeah. women. And like, like I said, I like the way they wrote it. When, yeah. when um, what's his name? Drakov was beating up Natasha. It felt real cringy. Oh, yeah. You know, so I would. she was vulnerable. You thought she was vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You wouldn't want to see, um, you know, somebody like Taskmaster yeah. beating up on Natasha that way if it was a male. And that's something I, I forgot to bring up earlier was I'm always waiting for Natasha to, like, you know, reveal that she has the one up on you because she always does that. Right, right. right? Yeah. Where, like, it looks like she's, like, you know, un- like, 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 like you great, have something over her. It was a great callback to Avengers. Yeah, like, it always seems like, you know, you have... 
an advantage over Natasha, right. and the entire time she's had you in the palm of her hand. So this it's is like, this is why MCU movies work so well because you don't really need to know you you don't need to watch twenty five movies to, or twenty four movies, however many is, to get to this movie. Yeah, you can watch this movie and it still makes kind of sense. Yeah, you mm-hmm. want to get more involved in it, like like you watch the Born Identity. You know that's not the whole story, right? Right, because there's more to it. There's more books, right? You watch Black Widow, you can enjoy the film, but if you had stick with you know if you had stuck with Marvel this whole time when she says the line I want to thank you for cooperating you, it's a cool line no matter what but because you've watched all the movies there's that moment you were talking about right yeah. because but it's a payoff for you but it's still a good line for the movie that's what makes them so fucking yeah. fantastic yeah T- such a good callback was it was that in, in Avengers uh yeah the first Avengers yeah, when she's right. talking okay. to Loki and then oh yeah no well, actually yes. it happens first with the Russians it was then the, it was the Russian dudes before uh yeah. the, before um Fury sent her to go get the Hulk right right mm-hmm. yeah. that's right that's right but then it, it's it's done again. <laughs> She's like, I'm Loki. interrogating this guy. I've, 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 I've he's, getting, this guy's giving he's me feeding everything. me everything. Goes, I'm not feeding you anything. Yeah. <laughs> that, but like, it's called back again in the same movie yeah. with Loki, and now it's a huge callback from twenty like, movies later. Yeah. Right. But because you stuck with them, it's great for you. But again, it works. It's not. It's not an Easter egg that leaves the audience like, what the fuck is going on? Right. You know, which is what how Snyder does Batman v Superman. There's so many things in there that are Easter eggs. But if you're watching that movie for the first time, because I have a show I look at the movie like as not a comic book fan like a movie comic fan right 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 and like when they you know did the ha 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 in Batman v Superman I'm like what the fuck is gonna know what that means yeah like why do you have that there you never tell it yeah if you if you don't know the killing joke you don't know what the hell just happened exactly yeah and that's the type of Easter eggs that I don't want right like shit just thrown in there for comic book fans. which again he said that there was supposed to be an explanation in there but Warner Brothers had him cut it it's still not a good movie yeah you know it's it almost hurts it versus yeah. helping it or giving it that extra yeah like layer. there was like more Jenna Malone in the fucking you know the extended version and you're like that doesn't make it any better yeah. right yeah what's what's the next rating the next rating is just the rating of the whole movie as a whole and i go lightsabers bj goes chainsaws so for me i'm gonna give it probably four lightsabers um pretty high for me i don't really four give, out of five four out of five um because and my, my gripes are basically nitpicking right like i didn't like the close-up action fight scenes because i think it took away mm-hmm. from all the work that they did to do those fight scenes and i didn't like the two weeks later right but those are nitpicks it's still a good movie yeah, yeah so that that's that's for me like when i can go through a movie and it's just a nitpick yeah but it stands out to me like it won't get that fifth lightsaber give it a how do you guys do it uh, we normally do bolts bolts all right yeah because well, that's well, in you guys load. do bolts bolts or we'll We'll just do whatever random thing comes to our head. Like, so like I right give now, it, I was gonna say work. mine is probably out of ten, eight and a half, uh, self-inflicted bloody noses. So this is kind of like points for like whose line is in anyway. Yeah, the points exactly. don't matter. The points don't matter. Right. Yeah, exactly. Eight and a half bloody self-inflicted noses out of ten. Oh, okay. that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna give it uh, about eight wrist-launching stunners. Oh, I would have went with green vests uh, or gray vests. Out eight of pockets. Yeah. I, I was. I was gonna, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I was gonna say out of 10 skin tight suits but I mean uh... hey did you notice how many <laughs> ass shots there were in this movie uh, I mean she has a great ass no so. I, there's no doubt but I was like a woman filmed this movie yes yeah. and there, there's, a, there's a gratuitous ass shot um, when she's in wherever she is and she's bringing the gas can mm-hmm. to the, oh, yeah, to the yeah, truck yeah, yeah. and it's just right there I'm like I'm waiting for a reason for this shot to happen because like ever since I started doing the show I pay attention to a lot of the stuff that I normally wouldn't have mm-hmm. right and being sexist is one of them like gratuitous 
nudity or like this showing her ass. I'm like, yeah, I, I, th- I think universally it's that everybody knows that Scarlett Joe has the great, greatest ass in existence. I don't so. know if it's the greatest. But I, 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 I kind of, I think it's the best in the MCU. I, I kind of lean back as I said it, but I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's not America's it's, ass. No, it's not. It's better than America's ass. I'm going to throw that out there. All right. <laughs> I, I, I think you're being biased. For I am reason. being biased. I think you're being a little biased uh, because she was at one time married to Deadpool. So, I mean, I, I'm even more I biased guess. to that, but, <laughs> but there is a lot of, ass, there is a lot of, there's, there's no, way there, more there ass is. shots in this movie than I ever would have thought of from a female. Right. Movie. There, 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 there is a lot more than I would have expected. There was, there was less in any of the other movies. You mm-hmm. barely see her. You only, you really only see her ass full blown in your face is the first Avengers movie when it's the behind the back shot. Yeah. Cause you get her and Loki in the same shot. So I can understand why you did the ass, but in that skin tight outfit, that was really the only gratuitous ass shot. Isn't in, there one in uh, Iron Man 2? When you first meet her, like, oh, not when you first meet her. No, but it's when, tits. When, okay, I was gonna say when she. Because when she's um, changing. Well, I was, I was thinking more when she, uh, when, when you first see her go badass and she's infiltrating that one facility. No, the first time she goes badass is when she kicks Happy's ass. Well, I mean, you know, like when she's infiltrating the facility and you first see you her really in the skin see her tattoo. Ass like, I, I could, because she does one of those, like, you know, like leg flippy things. And yeah, they but have she like lands a shot in front her. of you, really. But th- yeah. I feel like that's not a gratuitous ass shot. I feel like that's here's another angle of the superhero pose, right? Yeah. Got it, yeah. You know? Because, like, there's a 360 shot of Iron Man when he drops a couple times. Yeah, that's true. You know? We're talking, like, gas can and truck gratuitous ass I, shot. I yeah. remember that it's one It's, like, focused on her ass is basically yeah, what we're yeah, saying. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But that doesn't... It happens more than once, but that was so gratuitous. Right. I was like, okay, you could have just panned out. I'm, I'm telling a woman director how to direct. I'm literally mansplaining right now. <laughs> You're mansplaining... I'm mansplaining an ass shot away from a female director, so I'm just going to shut the fuck up now. Maybe she was just showing you, like, how it should be done. I guess. Like, maybe I mean, it's I'm, She's like, you want to do not, an ass shot that's how you do an ass that's shot that's the angle I mean I guess it's okay when it's a woman director right Right. Hey. so if you want to go all gratuitous on that like, again I was going to say uh, it's just it's just you know she's pointing out that uh, I was just surprised men women and I non-binary all Would like, her, her, like ass. her ass yeah I think so I think that's fair to yeah. say that's fair to say there wasn't a lot of like, there was really no good looking man in this not really now that you yeah. think about it because I mean you they, they did I was going to say they did dad bought the hell out of uh, um, Red Guardian out of Red Guardian out of uh, um, yeah yeah, David Harbour. David Harbour. Yeah, they definitely did. Which is funny because that was so incredible, right in that yeah. bathroom scene. Oh yeah, I, I, it's funny to me because David Harbour got like super ripped to play Hellboy, and then he went right back to being Dad Bod. Right. Well, he's filming Strange Things. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right. But what's funny for for, for Dead um, for Hellboy is that most of his body was like already prosthetic. Yeah. So like it didn't he didn't even <laughs> need to do that. Why yeah. did you do that? Yeah, we're just gonna put shit over you. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But when you see like, the pictures of him at, like like when he was drawing for it, that that was like, like damn, David at, Harbour can get ripped. Ron Perlman. When he filmed those movies, he was not ripped. Oh, yeah. But he still looked fantastic as yeah, Hellboy. Yeah, he did. You know? So, whatever. There you go. What else we got? I you think we're going to move on. Ra- three ratings? Yeah, no, two. That was it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. if you're listening to us uh, first, stay tuned for the second episode. Um, and if you came back and listened to the first episode, thanks. Yeah. Um, Do you guys have any predictions after this? I am like 1,000. I'm like oh, like 1 in 1,000 in my predictions. I have literally gotten every single prediction wrong except for Superman and Lois. Mm. And my only prediction of that was that because like you know everybody came out and was like fucking Lex Luthor has to be white I'm like well, he really doesn't he really doesn't he doesn't need to be white I mean honestly for the longest time Lex Luthor in the animated series yeah I thought he was black the voice no no well the, the, the voice I knew who the voice was that's Mr. Krabs but I mean like yeah. um, the character because of the way that he's tan and the way he how smooth he is yeah. I thought he was black for like the longest time uh, <laughs> I didn't realize I, he was a white guy I thought he was like more Italian yeah. but like but I, my prediction for that show was that he was from a different universe and that was right 
right. Oh, but everything oh. else, like 9,999 other ones, I've been dead wrong. So my prediction, my only prediction is whatever I predict, it'll be wrong. <laughs> uh, I just, my prediction is more we're going to see, I think we're going to see Black Widow in the Hawkeye series. Oh, yeah, definitely. Say, definitely, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I was going to say, that's my that's my only prediction yeah. that I had. Besides, they're going to probably set something up and in a new series that we just don't know about and it's all going to revolve around Valentina. This is how fucking amazing Marvel is, is that they put their tag scene was a teaser for the fucking Hawkeye show and we were like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they tied it into more Disney+. Plus. Their TV show based on a guy who just shoots arrows when I could just be in space with Thor or Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about <laughs> a guy who shoots arrows. Yeah, because it's like, okay, not only that, but they also, the teaser was a character that they introduced in a TV show right. in the post-credit scene of a movie to tease another TV show. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Fucking now, is this is this the way it was supposed to come out? No, no, because uh, uh, we were supposed to see Black Widow was supposed to be first. So we were supposed to see this first. Black Widow was supposed to be out before all the TV shows came out. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah. But the whole thing is because how everything moved and because the mm-hmm. way that the stories had to be moved around, they're just, you know, they're smart enough that they, they probably did that, like, you know, recently. They probably did reshoots to go do that. There were definitely reshoots because yeah. of, uh, because of uh, if you watch the documentary for Heidi Moneymaker or ESPN Plus, there were definitely reshoots, but they were at, they happened after the pandemic or not after the pandemic, but like after things calmed down. Yeah. Right. And at, at that point, they they already had moved around. Right. Because like, it know, was supposed to go Black Widow, I think WandaVision. No, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to be next. Oh, okay. And then yeah. it was Shang-Chi, I think, mm-hmm. was after that. Then, then WandaVision. WandaVision. And then, because none of those stories so far have tied together. No. So they could have released it anywhere they wanted to. So this is really the first tie. Yeah. Right. Falcon and uh, and Black uh, Black Widow are the only ones so far. Yeah. Okay. And technically, there there are stretches that where you can tie in WandaVision and Loki, but I mean, mm. it's more so kind of... We haven't seen them. It's it's more so like where they're leading because both of those lead into Multiverse of Madness. Right, because so. they all... Got it. Because yeah. the WandaVision doesn't tease Loki's world. Right. But teases the fact that his world can exist right. in yeah. this world. Right. So. Yeah. And, and Loki has made references to events in WandaVision, but they're more Easter eggs than anything. Right. Yeah. But Loki is just throwing a wrench into fucking everything. Oh, yeah. Like, I, everything. My prediction is I think they're going to pull a Book of Boba. Uh-huh. So after whatever movie or series is going to happen, we're going to be like, holy shit, something, you know, it's going to be Thunderbolts or something, the Dark Avenger, uh, something uh, like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the next trend. They're going to announce that after. Yeah. My, my, my last one, my last prediction, right, uh, is that in at, at the end of Loki going into this whole thing, Mephisto gets revealed. Get Boom. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I think they will put Mephisto in there just to fuck with people because it was such a because big... Because of WandaVision? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was <laughs> such a big fucking thing. I, I, I would do that. I would I, so fuck... I would put Mephisto in Obi-Wan just to fuck with people. <laughs> just you like just see the image. devil walk out in the yeah, background? just like an image. <laughs> like, in the cantina, you're like, is that yeah, the devil? Like, no, that's Mephisto. Like, a fucking... Uh, a bantha has a tattoo of fucking Mephisto. Yeah. Like, yeah, just exactly. sitting in the background of the cantina. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I'd be totally line. okay with that. Just to fuck with people.
Have something you want to discuss? What's your take on the Black Widow? Did you go down a comic rant nerd hole too? Or are you as lost as I am? I mean, that just generally what happens. Was this part one or part two? I don't I, remember. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Either way, go to Chew on this podcast and download the entire episode again. Yeah, guys. If this episode didn't make sense, it's because you didn't go see the first half on Chew on this. Tell us what you're nerding out on and make sure to let us know in the Facebook group, The Distance Nerdington Post. And guys, again, special thanks to Vic from Chew on This Podcast. Without him, this wouldn't have been possible. Well, without BJ from the Chew on This Podcast and him going to Hawaii, none of this would have been possible. This wouldn't happen. Exactly. So. Wouldn't have happened. Guys, connect with us at Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube at Distance Nerding. Thanks and keep nerding together. Yeah, I think I'm in the mood for some popcorn. I miss popcorn. Yeah. Sitting I on my couch in my underwear watching Black Widow is not the same as eating popcorn in a movie theater. I went to the theater, the theater, and I had popcorn and, uh, and an icy. Were you wearing pants? I was. That's the problem. Yeah, I guess it is. Distance nerding. Are you really not wearing pants? Oh, dude, I'm not even wearing pants right now. Wait, you're not wearing... Don't look, you weirdo. You make it weird when you look. You really aren't wearing pants. You said I couldn't... I didn't have to wear pants. You Do you wear tidy whities regularly? Again, don't look. You make it weird. By the way, you need a new chair.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 